12 years old at the game from Hellboy. I totally <laughs> forgot he existed. <laughs> he had a show and everything. <laughs> Man, he was huge. Do you remember that? Like, that Dude, was, like, a like, huge show. Yo, no, like, back in the day, he, like, was that, like... Uh, he was Black Mori. Yeah, yeah, he was, no, no, he was, like, the bald black man. Like, he, like, uh, who's it not? Like, Michael Strahan? Like... Montel Williams was the Michael Strahan of that day. Uh, yeah, you know I, I, what I mean? right, yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, okay. I give it. Yeah, you're right. The daytime. He would he would come up on every daytime show. He I, had his own daytime I show. I gotta say this. Montel Williams, super smooth. Like when oh, you watch this video smooth. of him with Kamala Harris and the other bimbo that he's with, and like for this no, guy, said, first of all, you, you said Kamala already. Oh, oh the other bimbo. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, come on, what a smooth cat. Like, honestly, like, that's, you know. To show up on the red carpet and you're the guy pulling double tail, like, you got to be a certain kind of guy to do that. I didn't even think about that, dude. Like, I never walked on a carpet with two bitches, right? This guy walked on a carpet (laughs) with two bitches, and then 30 years or 20 years later, one of them bitches is the vice president. Yeah, so this is more of a commentary on the power of Montel Williams. Yes, that's what we're talking about here. You know how everybody's always looking for the man behind the curtain? It might be Montel (laughs) Williams. (laughs) It's Montel Williams, dude. It is Montel Williams. Actually, you know what? I gotta go check that JFK tape. He That's might be on the grassy knoll. <laughs> you gonna see Montel Williams? <laughs> He's actually the man controlling everything right now. <laughs> the man behind the curtain. He is the smoothest cat alive. I mean, seriously, like, like what how you many? Find, you find a picture of a uh, 1957, and There's... it's uh, it's Montel Williams with Joe Biden on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden sniffing his bald head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, this guy's just a kingmaker. <laughs> he's he's getting after it, man. I'm telling you, Montel Williams, smooth cat. Because here's the thing, like, it is not easy to pull double tail and to be a guy that shows up anywhere. You walk out of a car and you got the two chicks that are you're wrapped around and with. And the last time I was this impressed by a, <laughs> by a male celebrity, I would say, was... Uh, during the Johnny Depp um, Amber Heard trial, are you familiar with that? Where they got divorced, oh, and uh, it's a pretty insane trial. Uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were married. They got divorced. Amber Heard sued him for abuse, but then it came out that she actually abused him. And what? yeah, not yeah, me. He looks like a pussy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he's, so got, he's got a bracelet. He's got one bracelet for every time she hit him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dudes with bracelets. I know that's one scarf. One scarf. He wears one scarf every time she choked him. (laughs) Yeah, dude. So, anyways, well, the trial ended up, you know, it ended up going in all these wild directions, but a lot of crazy information ended up. Information came out about it, and uh, one of the things that came out was that she left Johnny Depp and um, went to a private island with another actress who was in, um, she's a Kara uh, Delavine or Denavine, I can't think of the name right now, that's similar to that. Um, they're both models. They went to a private island with uh, Elon Musk and had a rompous threesome weekend together at, while what? she was married to Johnny Depp and currently, what? at the time, like emotionally abusing Johnny Depp. 
And this all, yes, this all came out in the court case. And honestly, when I read the article, all I could think was, my God, Elon Musk, you are the fucking man, dude. Like, holy shit, dude. Like, you are putting rockets up in space, Starlink, you're going to Mars, you're shooting roadsters out into the, you know, like. And your fucking Johnny Depp's wife? In a threesome with another model, dude. That's the, you know, and, and by you know, the way, the world. You. you know that goes to show you, Frank. <laughs> that really goes to show you. It doesn't matter, even if you're Johnny Depp. Girls just care about that big rocket. You know oh what I'm yeah! <laughs> you, must, you must be Italian, baby. <laughs> Them big rockets, you know. <laughs> Man, I, so, oh, I never I, heard yeah. of that, dude. That's oh, so funny. It, it got swept under, you know, and I mean, it's just one of those kind of tabloid, kind of gossipy stories. However, from a guy's perspective, from from a dude's, from a dude man perspective, I really kind of was like. Hey, props, dude. Like, wow. Props to like, you. And not only and that, pissed, like... How pissed are you if you're Johnny Depp and you never got a threesome? I'm sure Johnny Depp has had plenty of threesomes, so no, I, I feel... That, <laughs> but, with that, but with the wife, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure he had plenty of threesomes with the wife as well, but or maybe yeah, not. Probably. She was abusive. But here, here's what I just love about all of this, is you and I are able to sit back and observe a video on youtube that came out yesterday of montel williams with two chicks and one of them is the camel but and we're like hey and what we got out of it was oh man not that kamala is a slut which she is but it's like oh man dude she's like montel williams is the man (laughs) he's the man okay that's what we get out of that video which is cool but then but then what i get out of the whole elon musk thing is elon musk didn't step out of a limousine with these two chicks on the red carpet no we found out about it in a court deposition this this guy kept it secret he didn't want (laughs) this wasn't something he was bragging to the world mike the guy is sleeping with two supermodels yeah right and and it has to come out in a court case you never see him like flaunting the girls he's with. Never. Like, yeah, you're right, dude. But on that the side, amazing. secretly, you know, uh, the he's richest man in the world Johnny is Dunn's banging. Yes, yes. <laughs> on a secret island, fucking oh, weekend romp, is, dude. Oh, that is a player move. You're That's right, what I'm saying. Dude. That's that just the most baller. And and by the way, nobody oh. would know about it unless Johnny Depp sued his wife for abuse. Like, oh, oh smoke, God. man. Oh my God. Like, I can't. Hey, even... Johnny Depp. You know why she's sleeping with Elon? Musk because he's not the kind of faggot that's <laughs> that's it we lost pussy. all our viewers mike <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i thought you, i thought you had time to edit i forgot we're live <laughs> you I, know what i'm saying dude uh, yeah yeah he's fucking the guy who's fucking two girls not fucking the guy who's crying Oh, she's hurting me. <laughs> Elon Musk fucking built a robot to slap that bitch back. <laughs> That's unbelievable story. And and honestly, like, you know, when you're raising your boys or you're raising your young men right now, raise them to be a little bit more like Elon Musk and Elon a little Musk. bit less like Johnny Depp. Honestly, Absolutely, I think dude. that's kind Absolutely. of the moral of the story here, or, uh, you know, or or if you have to Montel Williams. <laughs> well, 100 percent. If the, the, the goal is Montel Williams, because if he has the big dick <laughs> and, and here's the thing, dude, Montel Williams, you and I just talked about it earlier. How like we have no we have talked about the guy in so long who I bet you he's just been living the fucking life, man. Just. Or he's not even alive. We might even, you know, he might not even uh, be alive anymore. You never I think know. The Secret Service probably had to take him out. I guarantee he was probably CIA to begin with. That's yeah. usually how all these, 
anyone on anyone on TV, I'm at the point seriously where I believe any any serious contributor to the narrative or to the zeitgeist or to whatever is going on, they are um, CIA based at this point. If they are on a news network, <clears throat> dude, look at Joe Scarborough for Christ's sake. The guy literally was in government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure they're controlling him. But the guy works for the he's. MSNBC number one, like you and I, we we quote so much shit from like CNN or Fox News, and we kind of you see MSNBC doesn't exist almost. <laughs> like, I, I forget it's there. Same the dude. I, the I seriously time I've, I've turned it on is like late night when I had nothing else. On Shark. <laughs> if it wasn't for Shark Tank, I don't think they would exist. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Never like quoted their new. Yeah, Shark Tank. They play reruns at night. That's amazing. Uh, actually, dude. <laughs> Yo, Mike. <laughs> There's nothing new that's good. Oh, are you talking about on uh, TV in general? Yeah, on cable TV. I don't even watch cable TV, but yeah, yeah, you're right. MSNBC. I don't even know one show that's on there. Well, there's still Rachel Maddow. She signed a signed a massive contract recently. Oh, did she? Huh. Yeah, she's in. She's all in. She's like their only one, right? She's the only one that gets any kind of ratings. Yeah, and I I'll tell you this. I still believe this. She is Michael Knowles. I'm almost positive. Have you seen the memes of Michael Knowles with glasses uh, and Rachel Maddow? They are the they are the same person. It's unbelievable. No way. Oh, they look identical to each other. No way. Yeah, he he even like think it's in his like Twitter bio, like I'm not Rachel Maddow or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I never put two and two together. I gotta go. Ch- they well, he look- is kind of a feminine looking man. He's a little guy. You know, he's he's got the it, little it guy. Really, he, it, he's a paisano. I gotta tell you, man, I, I, I like the Daily Wire, you know? Yeah. And I do watch it. <clears throat> but it's very funny to be a man who kind of lives in, like, a man's world. You know what I mean? Right. When you're watching these guys, like, with makeup and fucking manicured nails. You know what I mean? <laughs> talk, talk about, like, manliness and everything and how, like, they're the symbols of manliness not the guys on CNN. Like, really? All of you guys are pussies. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but, you know, we talk about this all the time saying. with the conservative radio stuff. I mean, here's the thing. There's no middle ground anymore. There's no middle ground. You know, why isn't there a place where we could talk about, hey, you know, we're really not into our freedoms being infringed. We're kind of really a little bit more into state rights over federal uh, control. And, you know... I, I we would prefer to not have a governor just decree mask mandates or vaccine mandates or any kind of mandates. And also at the same time, we're not all that passionate about a lot of the extreme conservative topics, right? So, you know, it's hard for us to really kind of, you know, hoorah behind abortion. And honestly, Emma and I were talking about it earlier with you, which was, you know, the abortion topic, man, like, 
you know, it, it's an extreme topic. And it seems like whenever you turn on the news and they're discussing it, they're only portraying all the extreme sides. I have a feeling there's a lot of people right in the middle who just really aren't as invested into it or are kind of on the level of, hey, look, let's just leave it to what we vote for locally on a state level or on a local level. You know, it, you know, how can the national federal government really institute anything without yes. interfering yes. with our personal no, individual go, religious here, here's, what, here's what everybody needs here's what everybody needs to start thinking okay if you actually look at the constitution right yeah and everything they said these dude our forefathers were so much smarter than we are <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> that's why we still rely on their texts you yeah. know what i mean absolutely they uh Oh, sorry, I forgot where I was going with that. I, <laughs> I had a really good point, but I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> it was a very good point. Mike, it's gone, dude. It's gone. Into the wind. And, uh, That's how it works. It was, about, it was about the Constitution and the... Uh, the Constitution know, the doesn't matter right now to almost all people that are vocally protesting this abortion shit on... Uh, both sides i'm telling you I, I, like just talking to emma about it i always ask her like hey f as a woman from a woman's perspective seriously how deeply personally involved into this are you and she always says oh. i don't even know what's going on i'm busy care. i'm busy running a business but, and being a professional you know and a career yeah. person you know i i don't i don't care about this this isn't you know, if if it's something that happens on a state level, then then I will start to get involved. Just like how the mask mandates here in Colorado uh, that started to uh, at first it was just Boulder and that affected her business and she was pissed. Right. And we started looking into our local representatives, and I and now we know exactly who to not vote for. And so, right. That's so. So here, here's my whole thing. Right. This is where I remember my point now. Here's my whole thing, right? We need to get back to the basics of what should be states' rights and what should be uh, federal things. And it goes it, all enforcement. What was right? that? You cut off a little bit, actually. What was Sorry. That? It, it, it all depends. The, the whole basis of what is state level versus federal level yeah. comes down to enforcement. Right? So, like, look at marijuana, right? The federal government, they could want to make marijuana illegal as much as they want, right? Yeah. But the minute California made it legal and they started opening up shops, what everybody realized is the federal government doesn't have the capacity to enforce that law. That's really what happened with weed, is they just don't have the capacity to force it without the states. Yeah. And that's that's how you know, okay, clearly marijuana is a state issue. Right? Absolutely. And th and that's what we need to go back to is there there's a reason we're built the way we are. Abortion should be a state issue because the federal government cannot enforce it either way. Yeah. Right? Because the only way to enforce here's the thing, like go go to slavery. 
the reason you, the reason that becomes a federal thing is because if there's a state enforcing slavery, you can send in the army and nobody's gonna argue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. End of that fucking slavery. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you send the army into Mississippi to force doctors to give abortions. Yeah. Like, now you got problems. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so clearly this is a state issue. You get what I'm saying? But that being said, man, Roe v. Wade happened. Give it up. Republicans, if you just drop it right now, that's it, man. You own the government for the next 40 years. And then you can do what you want on a state level. Like, on a state level, like, look, you... You're you not, can do with yeah. abortion what the Democrats did with marijuana. On a state level, exactly. Be- just, because it's unenforceable exactly. on a Exactly, that's the point. But, but just to gain some leverage on a national level, drop it, man. Let it drop go. It. For, like, just, you know, again, drop it to the state level. You will gain so many independents. So many. Here's my argument. Here would be my argument, right? <clears throat> This is one of those situations for Republicans where it's all gain, no loss. Yeah. Because the, there is like, there's a small group of people who are going to vote purely based on your abortion opinion, right? Right. And if you go pro-choice and the other guy is pro-choice, well, they have no choice but to vote based on something else. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. So... So just fucking drop it, and they're going to still be on your side. Because that person's still going to agree with you on taxes. You know what I mean? And social issues. So just drop the abortion thing. You're not going to lose anybody, because where are they going to go? And you're going to gain everybody who really does like you. But the hesitancy I see towards the right, which I totally understand, is why I really find it hard to say I'm a Republican, is... The religion aspect. I don't believe in God, and, and because I don't believe in God, I really don't believe in abortion. I'm not gonna lie. I've had an, I've had to a girl I've been with has had an abortion because we just weren't in a place to have a baby. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to take that away from it. I, I can't, Frank. I can't even imagine. I'm not in a good spot now. I can't imagine if I had a four year old. You can imagine where I'd be right now. Look, oh my and, God. and look, just this is uh, like Emma discusses. It, it, this is a personal issue, and personal. Yes. I'm in no place to really dictate what I think is right or wrong, and the, neither is the federal government. And right. you know what? If you want to live in a place where, let's say, you believe fundamentally that you should uh, do everything to give birth to this child and provide a life the opportunity to life uh then move to and live in a place where and vote in a way that you you know the state you live in supports your beliefs and, and that's why we need more separation the the states should be more different than they are yeah you know what i mean people in missouri do not want to live like people in california absolutely yeah, I'm not so, I, I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry and if you have a transgender four-year-old move to california <laughs> hey okay? look look if you're in colorado people in rifle colorado want nothing to do with how people live in denver okay you're right no right. offense to denver but you know in rifle where one of my favorite representatives is from 
uh, Lauren Boebert, she's been making a lot of uh, national news because she, she got in trouble with what she said to uh, Ilhan Omar. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Yeah, I love uh, that. Yeah, movie. oh, man. Not she, O-M-O-R, fuck that fucking No, person. no, Bobert, dude, she's, she, or Babert, Bobert, I don't know how to say it, but she's... I, I never know, I think it's Babert if it's an O and an E. Maybe, I believe it's Babert because she's a total babe, if you know, she's a babe, baby! Uh, baby! And she's super hot, man. Oh, you're yeah. Telefo- dude, the people from Colorado, even the men, I want to fuck them. You know what I mean? You Mike, we're beautiful, beautiful over here. This is what's going on. But I can't move, I can't move to Colorado. I'm too ugly. Yeah. No, no, no. You become beautiful when you move here. Oh, is That's that how that happens. works? You drink the water, <laughs> my hair grows back, I get yeah, a little taller. You get a tan, <laughs> you're round. Oh, man. Yeah, all right. You know what it is out here is people are, we're outside. It's cool to own a gun, you know, it's, yeah, no, like (laughs) we live in a place where, you know, uh, actually how you take care of yourself and, you know, your personal rights are, are very, very cherished out here. I really believe that, you know, and like, it's shocking. I'm moving out there, man. I'm coming out there. Come on, man. I, you know, I know it's shocking to the world or to the nation when they see someone like one of our representatives go out there and say, Hey, you know, Ilan Omar, you're kind of not only a racist, but you're also highly un-American. And I'm going to tell you why, because I'm an American and here it is. And I'm going to spell it out for you. By the way, Mike, you, you know, nothing about rifle Colorado. I do. I've done a lot of deliveries out there. It's the middle of fucking nowhere. Okay, it's in the really? mountain range. It is out there, dude. It's west, west Colorado. Uh, people out there, those are real Americans, man. They're they're living day to day. These are ranchers. These are small business owners. These are gun owners. Yeah. These are people who love their rights. They want to be able to go to their little dispensary down the street. And by the way, uh, Lauren Babert, or uh, whatever, however you say it. Bobert, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> she, uh, she made her money and her fortune by uh, uh, running uh, restaurants there in Rifle with her husband. And uh, their restaurant was famous because they um, allowed open carry for the waitresses. So y- you could go in there and the waitresses would you know be strapping heat. And that's a fucking... Per- Dude, we need... I think you shouldn't be allowed to be a federal politician unless you've like done something. Created, we don't need some a jobs. Joe Biden. We don't need a Joe Biden who's done nothing but politics for fifty. He right. doesn't know anything about the real guys out there. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, well, Joe Biden. When's the last time Joe Biden was a, a waiter, or a server in a restaurant? At, That's what I'm saying. Never dude. at one point in his life. He, he's a career politician. Uh, our our government was actually created to not have but, career politicians. Pete Boot. Dude, Pete Buttigieg saying, yeah, I believe it's pronounced what? a booty gig. Oh, I'm sorry, but gig. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gay. I got this gig. Hey, booty gig. Hey. <laughs> 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 Fucking uh, booty gig goes up there and says, Yeah, gas prices are going up. Go buy an electric vehicle. Listen, asshole. Do you know how many toilets I have to unclog for a ninety thousand dollar electric vehicle? <laughs> you have no. You know how many tables that poor lady has to serve to go buy a ninety thousand dollar electric? You fucking mooks have totally disconnected yourselves from the real world. Oh hey, and by you the way, no- what's stopping police or government from electronically hacking your electric vehicle and shutting it down on you when you're trying to escape? Oh, no, they already do it. They do it with, like, the new Corvettes and stuff. Absolutely, man. Yeah, they could shut you down from uh, All-Star. Or no, OnStar? The, OnStar? Point, the point of making gas um, 
so expensive you can't afford it. And the point of trying to push this green new agenda and to get everybody behind electric cars that are uh, computerized and controlled through Wi-Fi and all this other garbage, this is a form of control. Okay, when you have gas and when you can power your own home, let's say through a generator or whatever, you control your power. But when you are at, when you need the government to supply the electricity to power your home, your car, and everything else, you are under their control. And that's what it is. Absolutely. And that's why they want this Green New Deal. This is why they want to build back better. This is why they want to take away. This is why you will own nothing and be happy. Yeah, oh, dude, it's so that is so. This is why. So. You know what I was talking about today is, uh, man, I've had numerous conversations with, like, a couple guys at work. Mm-hmm. It started with one guy, and I kind of thought it was a joke because he's super. He's actually like a, re- you know, the, you know these guys who like they didn't really finish college, but they're really smart. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're just kind of like, you're just kind of like a misguided soul. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if somebody would have just like whipped you hard enough and you know, <laughs> like, you'd be at NASA right now, <laughs> like, you know, solving problems. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There are those people in, you know, small time pl- jobs that are plumbing really attracts a lot. Those kinds of people. These are guys who are very smart. They're just not educated. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because they're not the guy that's going to sit there and pay attention. They're the guy that learns hands-on. Plumbing is all like you have to learn. There's no way to really teach it, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. So if you're not that kind of guy, you're not going to – you know what I mean? You yeah. have to be – so. Uh, but, dude, what what scares me is it's, like been about, it's been three guys now. They're, they're from they, – they all – two of them actually graduated. One of them didn't from college, bachelor's degrees. Mm-hmm. They don't even consider themselves liberal or democrat or nothing. They actually seriously talk about communism. Wow. Yes. Like genuine, straight like, up, we support they, communism? The, the <laughs> things they say, Frank, I'm telling you right now, uh-huh. it's the scariest thing in the world. And when they tell them that, they laugh and they say, I don't understand. They just say that it's never been done right because it always turned into an authoritarian dictatorship. But if you did it right, uh, it would be different. If you just did it right. If you just did it, if you just listened to Fauci. If we only <laughs> trusted the government. If you right? just trust the government and we do it right, mm-hmm. it's going to be better for everybody. It's going to be much better for everybody. Hmm. Because then you don't even have to worry. Like... We could all just be really rich and happy. Of course. Right? Of course. Because we'll just take, like, all of Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, we'll just take all of their money and give it to everybody. And those guys will all just be equal. Right, because, you know, those guys didn't earn their money. It's not like Jeff no. Bezos came up with a, uh, a small online website where you could Bookstore. order books. A and, bookstore. And it, and it exploded, and he became... Filthy rich. No, no, no. You're not allowed to come up with an idea and become filthy rich. Bro, bro, you imagine you're 21, 22, you're like, hey, guys, 
I'm gonna start this bookstore in my parents' garage. Dude, that guy must have been called a faggot. He oh, must have been called. <laughs> like, we're live, we're live. Like, yo, like, just a loser. Like, I'm sure, like, you know, for like four years, like, people were throwing eggs at his bookstore in the garage. Like, hey, Jeff, how's your bookstore? You know what I mean? And then now he's the richest man in the You know what I'm saying? I'm sure locally he... they called him the librarian everywhere the li- he went. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> There goes <laughs> Jeff, there goes librarian. librarian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that man didn't just wake up and have a billion dollars, dude. I'm sure he endured ridicule. Have you seen the guy? Have you looked at the man? One eye is looking left. The other eye yes. is looking up. Like the guy... He lost all his hair because of it. <laughs> he went through the the gauntlet to to be who he is. But my point is like, what do we want? To, what's our message here to younger people? You know, create. You know, do you have an idea? Do you want to create this idea and make it become something? Okay, well, when it becomes something great, we're gonna take all your money. You know, <laughs> we're gonna call you evil. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you make a bunch of money yeah. because you created something genius, you're evil. You know, and like now we're gonna take it from you, or at least we're gonna start Twitter campaigns to cancel you. You know, and like, hey, look, hey, dude, you think about all the jobs he created. Yeah, but Mike, think about all they're the lives. they're they're not happy with their jobs. Ah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> but I mean, you're right. No, I'm he's not. Just an, he's just he's just an asshole who should give his money away. I I'm I I'm at the point yeah. where, you know, it's funny. When I was younger, I would probably totally I would be on the train of, yeah, man, anyone who's rich, let's take away their Get, take them, yeah, yeah because you take had a nothing. percentage, man. You know, it was because you had nothing at the time. You were young. Look, I have nothing know. now, but I'm now at a point where I'm realistically looking at it, and I you think do. you don't real no, you don't realize it, but over time, you've been accruing things. And well, I just don't think you anybody has a right to say we should take this X amount percentage from somebody because they don't yeah. deserve it. You have, if you are in the shoes of someone who eventually creates something and you become rich because of it or wealthy. Will you feel the same? Because I don't think you will. And by the way, our country is designed. It's a capitalistic society. It's a democratic republic. We are designed for you to have the freedom to create an idea, become filthy rich off of it, and then become, you know, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, yeah. you know? And Whoever you are. And then go have your threesomes on your secret islands with Johnny Depp's wife. Totally fine with that. One. That's totally fine with me. You deserve it though. Like honestly, like and you're right on the money. Dude, uh, you're right on the money. Like, do, do you does nobody out there think for a second Jeff Bezos wasn't called a nerd or made fun yeah. of or or ridiculed for any of his ridiculous ideas at the time oh. he of course was man this guy probably sure. went through the gauntlet of harassment from people back in the 90s but now he's when he took he's, when he took a quarter million from his dad and started a bookstore i'm sure his dad was like yo jeff uh i'm gonna need some i'm gonna need you to make that monthly payment <laughs> uh, yeah dude. well seriously seriously that's like i don't know i just don't think uh i i don't think that it's so easy to just blanket across 
you know, hey, we need to take away people's fucking money, You want his money? You didn't have that idea. You know what I mean? You didn't. Not only did you not have that idea, you did not have. But half you motherfuckers don't even have the intestinal fortitude to just wake up every fucking morning and go to work. You know what I mean? Let alone like take an idea and see it just fully grow into what he did. You know what I mean? Like, go fuck yourself. You're gonna take his money. Go fuck yourself. Well, and honestly, I do believe this is where the Democrat narrative is dying. It'll be historically famous, to be honest. They backed themselves on this whole premise of we must tax the rich, but we yeah, are the rich. Like Nancy Pelosi just bought a mansion in Florida. Like, how do you I heard that back? Was fake news. I'm sure it is, but I love it. You know what I, I mean? Love it too. Because it was hey, not look, a fake news. What's absolutely true is uh, Obama's Martha Martha's Vineyard fucking twenty four million dollars or forty million dollars state. Sure, but I just like any kind of fucking hypocrite. Like, look. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi, yeah. when she locked down and was supporting lockdowns in her area of California, she was getting private hair care done, and she was also yeah. eating fucking a uh, gallon of ice cream in her super awesome kitchen yeah, that she, she has. Like, she's fucking rich, man. Fridge or whatever. Oh, so rich. Do you know the story of Nancy so Pelosi's wealth, by the way? Her husband, husband uh, yeah. yeah, he got that clearing for some deal for a road or a railroad, and then... Uh, Feinstein, her husband, was the contractor for it. These people all yes. work together. They're all in cahoots, and they all no, 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 yeah. it was make like money together. Her husband put in a proposal for this thing, but it couldn't go through. And then she passed this bill that gave it the funding. Yeah, <clears throat> that's exact. That's exactly it, actually. Yeah. So then he he would have never got the the job, but. He did because she got the bill to give the funding. It's your tax dollars. Well, look, I think the writing's on the wall for Democrats. I think internally they know poll the poll numbers, the true polling numbers, and what's actually going on. Dude, when your when your poll numbers are in your favor six to eight percent, and they're saying you're down ten percent, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yo, you're fucking lying, and you're telling me Joe Biden's at forty. <laughs> Yo, hey mike 82 million votes come on man That's... <laughs> I <did. laughs> whatever he got i can't remember what he got so ridiculous it was such an absurd number i can't even believe it you know even to this I point i find it so hard to believe he got 90 million votes well i i do believe yeah. i do believe the democrats are on a serious downward slide right now it, it, it is actually like i'm seeing it here in colorado uh the new mask mandate they decided to get behind on certain counties here in Denver. Because not, of the Omicron? Not popular. Oh! Omicron! <laughs> yeah, because of Omicron, man. They're fucking obs- they, they need oh, one. They got joke, one last dude. push. One last push here. But I, I do believe that the Democrats know that their time is up. And so this is kind of their, their swan song here. You know, this is where they're going to get their last push. And hey, look. I'm not even saying that Republicans are the answer to get out of any of these mandates and restrictions. Uh, you know, big pharma, uh, Pfizer, they they have a they have a big bankroll and they pay a lot of people on both sides of the aisle. You know, so don't first. I will, t- it's, you know. I will tell you, I do have to give credit to one of the communists that I talked to at work. Uh, he did say. Uh, he goes, if you vote for the Democrats, 
you're voting for the pharmaceutical companies. Hmm. And if you vote for the Republicans, you're voting to go to war. Yeah, Boeing and yeah, absolutely. And I was like, dude, that I gotta give you credit. I'm gonna admit that is true. I think that's what it is, and I think that's what we've seen. <laughs> that's who owns them, dude. I'm telling you, I think that's why we're just rife right now for a fucking third party. You know what I mean? Like, now's the time you could really get a third party in there. Well, some. I mean, I what know. what happened with the libertarian? I I just don't see the libertarians just went too stupid. They, all of them. The Green Party had a... Okay, here's the the, 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 the... the problem with all the third part... Okay, the only reason the Republicans and the Democrats still exist is because they already are the machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we could all sit here and complain that they went too far left and they went too far right, but we have no choice, right? And the problem the third parties are making is the Green Party, they're going super green. Yeah. You can't yeah. go super green until you're an established party. You're right. First, you guys need to come together. Somebody needs to come together and just bring together the center. I'm telling you, man, it, when you go from Barack Obama to Donald Trump to fucking Joe Biden, what nobody is no what nobody's putting together is that literally that equation equals America wants to go back to center. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. We are trying to go to center. Yeah, right? and we are. Everybody we bring in is going extreme the other way. Yeah. So we're trying to bring it back. You know, this guy's grabbing the ship and oversteering right. This guy's grabbing it and oversteering left. Mm-hmm. I want a guy that's going to come in, spin the wheel one time, and put us back on course. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Let's get right back in the middle. You let's know? do it, man. Let, Bill Clinton, Ronald Reagan, were they really that far? Uh, no, different? no. Looking back Army now, Bush, you, you know the way. Yeah. yeah, no, the way it has swung, you can kind of look back now and really think like Reagan and Clinton kind of were very similar eras. They really kind of had the same thing going on, and a lot of very similar prosperity happened during their their tenures. You know. And all Any t- when you, you br- know. yeah, when you start bringing it to the center, you work, dude. They both of those guys crossed the aisle. Yeah, absolutely. They worked with the other ones. They brought it to the center, mm-hmm. and you just saw it, it, crazy prosperity. Because, dude, it's no secret the other countries they're dividing us. That's what they're doing, and our politicians are going along with it. Well, the, it's their do? paid interests you know? that are taking them that route. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, LeBron James. <laughs> He can't go. He can't go say anything about China. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got to stop everything here. The most important thing that happened. Did you see that fucking pussy kick those people out of that game? Yes, the least Michael Jordan move of all time. Crying fucking pussy little baby, dude. I don't care if you're seven feet tall. I literally think I could whoop your ass because you're a fucking pussy, dude. You are a pussy, bro. Look, cry baby, man. Oh my god, dude. Dude, unless that guy comes out on the field and on the on the court and bitch slaps you, let him fight. Dude, he should be. Able, you're a man. Dude. Are, well, I thought you were a man. I don't know. I guess I can't tell anymore. Fucking. <laughs> somebody needs to lower his his pay. He's getting way too much for a woman, dude. What is going on here? So, so somebody somebody go tell the Lakers. Hey, you only got to pay him seventy percent of his contract. Yeah, give him the WNBA. Clearly, he's a fucking woman. <laughs> 
dude, what the fuck was? I'm sorry, man. I I don't mean to be over dramatic or anything, but that really like he couldn't. That blew my mind. You know how expensive those seats are, or you know how lucky like dude, these are just two fans sitting there watching the game. They, they should be able to say whatever they want. Thousand dollar tickets, and they didn't say anything racist, by the way. There's been fans kicked out for saying racist things. You say something racist courtside, you you're out of here, you man. The get the fuck out of here. Yeah, seriously, yeah, like I get it. no, yeah. no, the, get out of here. But you, yeah. you're saying, and I don't know. I know that I've heard rumors. I they haven't been verified, but allegedly, uh, the peep, the couple had said something along the lines of. Uh, Bronny Jr., LeBron's son, like being dead or dying in a car accident or something, something along those lines, which is gruesome and and you know, uh, Dude, come on, man, you're a, you're yeah, a that's what I'm saying. Player. Like, is that really is that really the worst thing that man has heard on the basketball court? No way. Did you no see way. that video going around of Jordan? Uh, no, no. Oh, dude, I got I, I got I should have said it to you. I figured you saw it way before me. I'm sure I've somebody, seen it before. But. Somebody pulled this clip, dude. It's like an old fuzzy clip from like the 90s. Yeah. And apparently it was dude, almost the same exact situation, but they weren't in the front row. They were like third row or something. Right. And uh, I guess they were saying something to him. And all you see in the clip is, dude, he fucking nails, like, this crazy jump shot fucking three-pointer, right? Yeah. Com- comes down, and he just stares right at him. <laughs> then he goes and plays defense, comes back, dunks it, stares right at him. <laughs> <laughs> the goat. He's the goat. But my point is, he never kicked him out of the game. He just kept drilling threes, fucking dunking on these motherfuckers, and every time, he just kept looking at them. Like, just, you know what I mean? What oh, are you yeah. going to say? You know what I mean? That's how you handle You know why LeBron kicked him out? It doesn't matter what they say. He was losing. <laughs> he was losing. <laughs> you know? He was. He's a fucking, he's a crybaby, and he needed to stop the momentum of the of uh, Indiana, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and he, he, he did it. He, it was a, it was a, a power move because it was all he had because he couldn't play basketball. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're old. You were never Jordan, and now you're too old to ever be Jordan. Exactly. Uh, Space Jam fucking proved that. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Did you Sp- see that? No, of course I didn't watch Space Jam. It was terrible. Oh, my God. Dude, he... <laughs> Michael Jordan, I'm sure, is a terrible actor, but it didn't matter because all he had to do was be Michael Jordan. Space Jam right? didn't have anything to do with acting or anything. No, Michael Jordan was, was Michael the brand Jordan. of NBA that was being sold all over the world. LeBron wants to be Michael, but he can't. He'll never be Michael. He'll never be on the level of even Kobe, in my opinion. I think even yeah. history will look back on it. I'm serious. I don't think... LeBron will even be. Well, you know what I thought. You know what I thought was funny. Okay, I think what I nailed about the with the first one versus the second one because I had to rewatch both just to see what was bothering me so much. You watched both Space Jams? Oh, like three times because I was being I was bothered so much by this. this is true uh, dedication. The LeBron one really bothered me. <laughs> I just watched them, but uh, you know what it is is in the in the first one with Michael, he's a baseball player, right? And 
throughout the whole movie, everybody, including Michael, is making fun of the fact that he's a baseball player. Right. Because he was a terrible baseball player. You know what I mean? And it's funny because this is like the greatest man who ever played basketball, right? And it's really funny because when the, when the cartoon people go, they go and steal, it's like a, very obvious, they go and steal the, uh, they go and steal the five best basketball players' talent, right? Right. And Michael Jordan's not even out there because he's playing golf and baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really funny because he's not even putting himself in the top five. Right. <laughs> like, like, he was the guy the Looney Tunes had to go grab off of the golf course. You know what I mean? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it was you get what I'm saying? Whereas LeBron James, the whole thing was, there's not even any other basketball players. It's it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just, oh my God, I'm Bugs Bunny. I need the greatest basketball player in the world who's ever lived, who's definitely better than Michael Jordan. Oh, it's LeBron James. You look definitely better than Michael Jordan. Hey, look, LeBron James, he's really better than Michael Jordan. Like, dude, no, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The whole movie of the first one, they were, you were kind of making fun of Jordan, and he had to come back to the game. Bugs Bunny was bringing him. You know what I mean? For sure. It, it was like a it was like a jab at himself. You know. Yeah. I don't know, man. But, but whereas the LeBron James movie, instead of that just being a fun cartoon for kids, like the first Space Jam, I don't think Michael Jordan did that to be famous i think he just did that because he wanted to make a funny movie for kids he was he was literally retired at the time and he was just making some money making some money he had kids at the time you know what i mean like i'm sure he's just making a kid's movie yeah yeah absolutely whereas lebron james literally did this to establish himself as the greatest michael (laughs) did it i have to do it you know what i mean like well sorry man that's my rant on lebron james fishing well i'll tell you the thing about lebron right now is that he's been getting called out by Enos Cantor, Freedom, who just uh, became a U.S. citizen, and he changed his name last name to Freedom. Freedom, yes. I love that guy. And this guy actually has been calling out LeBron publicly because this is his last, it's probably his last season in the NBA. So, And I believe he's Turkish, uh, really? I want to say, yeah. And so uh, he's kind of um, going no filter and basically, you Why know. Why is he leaving the NBA? I think he's at that age, but I think oh, really? he kind of I I think he decided to just uh instead of going on a farewell tour like Kobe did, I think he's like I'm going to call out everybody for their fucking bullshit and he's doing it and he's specifically calling out LeBron for his ties or unwillingness rather to um you know, to at least hold China accountable for anything. For anything. For dude. anything. And so yeah. I I don't know. I oh, I really good. no no. It's... Dude, I saw that guy's uh he when he did the ceremony, his citizenship, and then he gave that they did that speech like man, you, I love like people who become citizens. I love them. You know what I mean? Oh, like, when our just, dad when dad America. became a citizen last year was it? Last year? I hate I, I don't I hate, we should take it back. He voted for Biden. We're sending him <laughs> back, people. Yeah, yeah I but think he lied on his papers. He was so <laughs> listening. Giuseppe Peppino Polisi. He's a terrorist. <laughs> his, his when he took his picture when he got his citizenship, he was so happy, he was so proud. So happy. Uh, yeah, I, uh... and it, literally like uh, and just the pic you know, beaming with excitement. And I wish I like it's a picture I wish I could just share with if uh 
I could just respond to anybody who puts out any statement that's anti-American or how our country systemically whatever, you know, anybody who's doing that out there. <laughs> let me send you a picture of my dad getting his citizenship uh, after decades of living. Just go in talk this to an immigrant. Just, just go, go talk to an immigrant. Listen to their story, man. They, listen to their story. They love yeah, this country, man. They tried so hard to get here. <sighs> Like this, man. this place was a like a a goal in their lives, man. Like, yeah, seriously. That's what we should do. We should start a podcast, immigrant stories, where we interview immigrants. Hey, I'm down to bring on any immigrant that wants to come on. We've got uh, we've I'd had love to bring, uh, we've had about 14 listeners here, Mike, uh, so far. So anybody oh, out no there way. that has immigrant stories, uh, DM us over at the Dude Man Mike or the Dude Man Frank at Twitter, and uh, we'll get you uh, we'll get you up on the pod. And uh, chat about your immigrant oh, we got four stories. Live listeners, no way. Four, 14, hey, 14, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we so, got total ten, four live. The most we've ever had. <laughs> I think it's the most we ever had. Anybody who's listening, thanks for listening. No, our, our up, tell us where you're at. Tell us where you're at. Our episode was uh, our biggest episode was live free or die. Uh, you you went on some really great speeches and you talked about some of your uh, military experience stuff. It was really it, that was actually our highest played episode that we had. So, really? I don't even really. Yeah, remember. yeah. If you're out there and you, you can click into our, go into our uh, Spotify or our Apple Podcast, <coughs> wherever we're at. Yeah, check it. That's one of our best episodes that we did. Mike, uh, you describe, I believe in that one, you talk about um, the Sp- Star Spangled Banner. You know, yeah. That, yeah. See, that's when you, you get me those de- You get me on Sundays after I talk to Frank. Uncle Frank? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who oh, was a God, Vietnam dude. veteran himself. And by that, yeah, he, dude, he, yeah. he fought immense amounts of laziness. I believe he boredom in Hawaii. Boredom and mosquitoes. <laughs> His words, not mine. I believe he still fought for freedom. Thanks, yeah, sir. yeah, yeah. I'll give it to him. Every, the, the, the time is the sacrifice. <laughs> and nobody understands that like a fellow veteran. <laughs> That's the truth. I gave you three years. It wasn't my choice how you used it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you could have sent me into Normandy, but instead I was swatting flies in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, it was your three years, not mine. <laughs> uh, uh, Military is funny. Yeah, that's a funny life, man. Well, you know, the people who've hey, done it. you know it, what man. really kills me? I wanted to send you the clip of that. That, that Marine, man. Well, which one? Remember that Marine captain who went on YouTube and he made a, sp- he pretty much called on the senior leaders of the military yeah. to take responsibility for Afghanistan. Right. He's the only person to spend any time in jail for Afghanistan. Wow. Yeah, he he was in the brig for a few weeks, I think. And he he was like stripped of his command post, which means you're like still at the same rank, but you're pretty much like a nobody. You're, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, that's crazy. And they're they're not letting him. They're not they're not really letting him do anything in the Marine Corps. But they're not kicking him out of the Marine Corps. So he's just kind of in limbo. And he's really the only man to get punished. And he, all he was is he did. He was a guy who trains new Marines. You know what I mean? And you got to give him like your heart has to go out to the guy. You know, if you're training a new Marine or a new soldier or whatever, it is literally your job to instill the idea into these young men and women that 
your life belongs to the country. And in order for me to like, in order for me to just blindly follow orders, I have to believe you have my best interest in mind. If not mine, at least the country's. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. I expect you to put my life on the line if it's for the benefit of the country. Right. But I also expect you to not put my life on the line for just some bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think that's I think that's what that guy was saying is like you're trying to train these new marines and how you, you know, they see what's going on. Yeah. They see what you guys are doing and when you're using them as political toys, you're losing oh man, you don't want to lose the confidence of your military. Do you really do you really think that the guys on the ground, you really think they've lost their patriotism? No, I think they love the country more than anything. I think the guy, I think it's even scarier than that. I think you have I think you now have a military in the same position as our police forces around the country that they just feel they're not appreciated. Right. Yeah, totally. They f- they f- they feel that they've been given a a job. Same thing with our border patrol and everything, dude. We we've given them a job to do without the freedom or the tools to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, as well from my restaurant experience, I would actually say that this is a classic example of you have not uh, offered the opportunity for success for these people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and basically by backing or uh, you know, not even backing, but like by not even publicly denouncing defund the police, you know, you our governments have have essentially okayed what we've been seeing now the ransacking of stores and you know the the uptick in violence you know yeah. we we have it's it's gotten kind of really messed up right now and we've talked about it a lot like maybe things would be a little bit different if people had to serve in the military you know like all oh, the other countries to, too need, you know i think we i think we need to do it man i think everybody should do 2 years that's it you turn 18 2 years um, we I, I might have a little bit of a different kind of public discourse going on, you know, if, if more people uh, served, yeah. if more people saw maybe, Hey, you know, if more people served, they would have a better idea of what goes on in let's say communist countries. And then maybe when they came yes. back, they would be less inclined to yes. support communist ideas. Not only that, they know what it's like to be on the other side of that line, like to be a soldier, to just have to orders. You know, like, cause it, you see these protesters and the way they treat cops. It's like, yeah, you guys don't know what it's like to be on the other side of that line. Maybe that guy agrees with you, but he has to hold that line because if he doesn't hold that line, society falls. You know what I mean? Which is way scarier than whatever you're protesting for. And I even think so, it's it's more deep than that. To be totally honest, I believe the the cop you're looking at in in that scenario. He's holding the line to keep his job to feed his family. Yeah. And so there, there's a and lot of depth. And to this no, 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 no. You know, you don't understand, man. Okay. This is what people don't understand. And this is what a lot of these cops, especially cops who are veterans, this is what they understand. I'm holding the line in Chicago, in downtown, right? Right. I'm holding this line because my kids are on the northwest side. 
And I know if this line falls, there's nothing stopping you from going there after you're done with here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. So we have to stop you here before you, you know what I mean? Like, man, yeah, that's a weird, the whole mob situation that's been going on in these mob, uh, flash mob robberies. Yeah. Are they going on in Chicago? Dude, they happened at the hip. Wow. You know the Harlem the Harlem and Irving Plaza? Yeah. Harlem Road and uh, Irving Park Road. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's, a, it's like a mile. It's like 1.2 miles from our house. Right. Yeah, they did it over there. Incredible. It's unbelievable. It was crazy. Man, I really hope. I forgot where it was. They shot the security guard and one guy killed him. <laughs> okay. Wow. Dude, in Illinois. So in Illinois, you do like a robbery. Right. And somebody somebody gets killed. Yeah. Everybody who participated in the robbery gets charged with the murder. Wow. And I really think what you need to do, man. And this is the saddest part. Okay, this is the saddest part about what happened here. The reason black one of the reasons black communities crumbled, is because you had so many young black men that got locked up, which created a huge number. Of fatherless homes, right? Yeah. And what ha- what we did last year was just give these these people in these communities the okay to go do these absurd fucking lootings and protests and riots and right. And now, what do you have? Now you have young black men that are doing things they probably would have never done. Yeah. Except we gave them the okay, right? Yeah. And now there's only one way to stop this, and that is to go harder on crime. So now we're going to have to lock up these men who probably would have not gotten locked up. Right. Had you not okayed this behavior, right? And this is just another example of the democratic policies coming around and backfiring. (laughs) 